0: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 411 on 778. Nate Sporgan here with you with another episode. On this episode, I'll be interviewing business rep Landon Miner. I've known Landon for several years now, and Landon helped me with starting this podcast. And I'm going to start out with that. And I know I always say on here, and everybody always says on, on this so far, you know, get involved. But I think I'm really a testament on on getting involved because I I, I started out I was asked to be a union steward a uh, little little less than a year ago and I was hesitant at first, but I really enjoy helping my coworkers. I really enjoy talking to my coworkers and anything I can do to help them out. And so I got involved. i I accepted to be a union steward um i'm still learning i'm still fresh in that lesson a year like i said about a month maybe a month into being a union steward i was just having to be at work one day and and came across another union's podcast and i thought man that's just that's that's ingenious i think that's a great way to reach the membership we're always here and that people want to hear more from the union and um more from leadership get more information and and i know that you know this is a new age that we live in and podcasting is a huge deal i mean everybody listens to podcasts you know everybody listens to rogan or they listen to comedy podcast or news podcast or history podcast so uh, i just thought that was ingenious so i immediately immediately ran out to my phone and texted landon and said hey i've got a i've got a i've got an idea i want to run past you and i think it could be i, I, I did use the word game changer um i don't know if it's really that but I, I i was really excited about it and he texted back the poor guy was in the deer stand with his son he said hey can i text you back when i get out of the deer stand and uh, i said yeah that's fine so we texted that night and i didn't i didn't he got busy i got busy um and he said hey how about we meet tomorrow and we'll we'll talk about whatever you got going on so he took the time out and he he drove down to work and i went down to him and i said hey here's my idea i said we're always wanting to we're always wanting to reach our membership and we can't walk through every single plant Every day, and talk to our members. But what if we did this? And I, I pitched him the idea of the podcast, and he immediately got excited about it. Um, thought it was a great idea. Uh, he went back to, we discussed it, and he went back to the hall and talked with the other business reps, uh, as well as uh, directing business rep Scott Brown and. They, as well, thought it was thought it was a great idea, but in order to do it, we couldn't just throw it together. We wanted to do it right. So they asked if I'd be willing to to help start this by looking up the cost of the equipment, what it would take, doing some research, and just finding out what it's going to take to launch this podcast. Um, and I, I said, sure, I, I I'm always willing to help and i went through i literally got on amazon looked up uh podcast equipment on there googled you know good starting podcast equipment and how to and then just how to how to start a podcast and all the different things that it takes and it took some time it had to be run through the international these guys you know they want to make sure that we're we're getting the right message out there and that we're doing it the right way. We do have ground rules, I mean but it's it's pretty simple ground rules it's not anything you can't do this or do that it's It's more of you know we want to make sure we're we're saying the right things and and it just basically needs to be ran through and made sure that we're stating facts and everything every episode is ran through our DBR Scott Brown and he says yep that's all good and we'll release it um but i i'm guys it wasn't i mean it was my idea but it wasn't you know podcasting is not new it it's not even new to unions several unions have this but that's what i mean i there there's people that are way smarter than me out there there's several of you i know that are way smarter than me more talented than me um that you have ideas and these guys are willing to listen and so bring them up. Bring them up to the leadership. Hey, I have an idea. I want to do this. I want to start a blog. I don't know. You know, I'm a really good artist and I'd really like to paint a logo. I different whatever you're good at. I'm like I said there's there's plenty of talent in our membership and the the possibilities are out there that if you just get involved and ask these guys what can we do? they're willing to listen and there's some things that might not be feasible to do but there probably is a way of going about doing something similar that can be done so i just encourage everyone please if i can do this anybody can do anything so please reach out please reach out to the member uh, to the leadership and they'll be more than willing to help you i actually sat in on a Zoom meeting with several brothers and sisters from other shops that are on the uh, IAM Committee of the Future uh, this past weekend and they want to know what the international can do to help to grow the union and to get people more involved. Um, I did mention this podcast on there and they thought that was a great idea and, and other individuals from other shops thought it was a great idea and I told them to be, I'd be more than happy to reach out to me, and I'll, I'll be more than happy to, to help them launch those. So they're, they're listening. They're listening, but we have to speak up. We've got to get involved, and we've got to want more. So please, please reach out. Please speak up, and please be involved. So with that, like I said, this week I interviewed Brother Landon Minor, and kept him under 20 minutes if you folks can believe that so we'll get to it all right here is brother landon minor all right welcome back everyone we're here with business rep landon minor landon thank you for taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk with us yeah hey thank you nate uh, appreciate it all right so first off uh let's get back let's let's start with your background so how did you how were you first introduced into unions and how are you in the role that you're in today yeah um you know i had
1: had had and have family members that are union members, uh, various unions. Um, myself personally, I uh, actually joined the Carpenters Union. Uh, I completed a five-year apprenticeship in the Carpenters Union, had total of eight years uh, as a union carpenter before, uh, before I went to work at Honeywell, where now uh, I've got almost uh, – April will be 22 years that I'll have as an IAM member. Okay. All right. And uh, what positions have you held? So I've held alternate steward, steward, uh, grievance committee person, and now for the last two years,
0: uh, business rep. Okay. All right. Um, so let's talk about the shops you have. How many? How many shops do you have, and which ones? Yeah. So I've got nine contracts that i've got responsibility for i'll just start uh, at the top
1: uh, no particular order other than uh, a little bit of alphabetical order but um arkema uh, so they do composites um powder coating paints up in been north kansas city i've got some mechanics uh that work for bimbo um they service the bread trucks uh, used to be sarah lee um but they service the they service the bread trucks for those folks. Um, Bird and Fletcher out in the caves and in Independence they do large printing. So frozen food containers like Marie Callender's, um, Tyson, um, hung, uh, Swanson, Hungry Man, you know ice cream containers, That's the ice cream, yeah, yeah. They do uh, they, they do uh, some cool stuff out there. Family owned business um, in Grandview, just up the street from Honeywell, we have Corbion. Corbion, they uh, they're they're into some of the food ingredients. Uh, Iconics, uh, they also do printing, so they'll take uh, big rolls of paper and whittle them down into receipts. So um, Subway, Pizza Hut, uh, places like that. So whenever you're out and about, and they ask if you want your receipt, remember grab that receipt because you're uh, you're supporting your union brothers and sisters at Iconics, and then of course um, Honeywell. Um, We've got uh, we've got the Honeywell shop, SPX out in Olathe, Kansas. Used to be Marley Cooling Towers, uh, Topeka Foundry out in Topeka, Kansas. That's the farthest shop out west. Is Topeka, so I've got a, a shop out there. Um, used to be uh, used to be uh, a foundry years ago. Today it's not much of a foundry, so it's kind of funny they've kept the foundry name. But uh, a lot of machining. They do a lot of machining work out there. And then go down to Southern Missouri to web city and we've got web corporation a family-owned business Um, started out in the scale industry years ago and today they do um, work with metal rolls so rolls that they can um, you know take big sheets of metal and roll into like your propane tanks or uh, snow plows things like that so those are the nine shops that i have responsibility for Um, total number of members Oh, over a couple
0: thousand folks that i have responsibility for that's a lot <clears throat> so that's where something like a podcast is good to be able to reach all those members because i mean you're not gonna be able to walk through the you can't walk through all the halls every day and just talk to everybody so this is a this is a good opportunity i think almost oh, definitely yeah
1: you know we'd love to get out and about uh the reps we all talk about it all the time kevin him and i share an office together and you know kevin's got the automotive group Uh, here in kansas city and diesel mechanics at various shops truck lines and then scott our uh, our directing business rep and uh, you know we all talk about it you'd love to be able to get out and about uh, more we're out and about a lot i know it's hard for people to see that um you know but uh, we are you know we're if if we had more time uh which if anyone can invent time
0: hey throw it out throw it our way We'd love to see it. Yeah. yeah, because you guys are always going, you got arbitrations. You've got arbitrations, what tomorrow? You've got arbitrations yeah. tomorrow. You're always going through shops doing arbitrations, meetings, uh, different things like that. So I know I know that you guys are always out there. Yeah. yeah. And your and your door is always open as well. And phones are always on. Oh, very much so. Yeah. In fact, you know, we carry a, you know, we carry our, our work phone plus, you know,
1: our personal phones and we've got the office phone here. Um doors always open. I mean if people would like to talk um that would be great you know um i would throw this out and do us a favor you know if if you're coming up to the hall and you want to meet with us call ahead of time that way we can make sure schedule wise that we're we're able to meet with uh with the individual you know cuz to your point you know we just uh we just had arbitration today and then tomorrow i'm going to be out in Olathe for grievance uh grievance meetings most all day tomorrow and and then um wednesday of course we've got uh the Honeywell um Uh, Update timeline update meetings as we get close to that contract
0: So um, our schedules are are quite full quite busy. Yeah, yeah for sure All right, um, we've had a lot of interest in background of unions So can you speak a little bit on why unions were first? uh, Founded and I know I did a little bit of little bit of research. It looks like the uh, Uh, 1768, is as far back as this goes, uh, was the first record of a worker strike. Um, Well, really, I mean, the
1: big reason, uh, you know, that unions were formed uh, was for, um, you know, safety on the job and for better working conditions, a voice in the job um that those are the those are the main reasons and a lot of that has not changed a lot of those have been taken for granted today because of the strides and the the gains that have been made and uh you know we're always pushing always pushing the envelope you know to make sure that the job site's a safe job site that um you know we've got good working conditions we're, we're getting um good wages um working working hard on that and those things ultimately come back to the member you know, it's it's a membership standing together, and that's the that's the thing. When you say union, that's the coming together. That's a true definition of coming together is a union, right? And so that's what happened years ago. Folks did that. They had to stand up. Uh, a lot of a lot of folks paid that ultimate price. That's why we just come off uh, here a few weeks ago Labor Day, you know, holiday that's uh, out there to uh, to you know pay honor to folks who have lost their lives on the job and stuff. Um, so that's that's why the unions were formed was was to to get those better working conditions. I always say there's three essential functions today um, that we're going after that are no different than yesterday, and that's to put a roof over our head, clothes on our back, and food on our table. That's why we all get up and go to work every day. and And when we come together. Um, that's how we can accomplish those, those, uh, necessities of life. And then we can work to improve on, on the added things. You know, we want to work to get, um, retirement plans, um, to get vacation time, you know, the PTO, uh, holiday pay, all that stuff, you know, I mean, it's the unions that raise that bar for everybody. You hear folks say, oh, well, this shop offers this, this, this non-union shop offers that. Stop and ask yourself why is that non-union shop having to offer the minimum they offer? They're trying to keep up with what the union's offering because it's the people that are wanting to go to those union jobs.
0: Right, and it was the union that brought the forty-hour work week and the overtime and the paid holidays and paid time off, and that was all brought on because of the unions. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and and if if companies could still if they could have
1: um, still had their way. You know, we'd be working as many days as, as uh, they could push us to. So the unions were the ones that forced forced the, you know, the, the voice of the, of the worker to be heard. And we need to make sure that um, you know, we're, we're uh, living up to the honor of what was done before and, and building upon it. Workers today are, are um, changing just like the, the jobs of today. And we have to evolve with that. And there will be more conversation, I think, in episodes to come.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know. I sat in uh, a meeting yesterday on on Sunday. It was committee of the future. Uh, yeah. I sat in on the committee of the future meeting and met with uh, three individuals on that committee. And, and the so the leadership is listening. They want to hear our ideas. Um, they're they're willing to listen. <coughs> so, with that said, what can union members do to improve the future of our union
1: yeah uh, excellent question um what they can do is 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 like a like i've said since i've become a business rep the theme is team It's, it's by getting our team together all right everybody pulling towards those same common goals um being a good worker on the job being a supporter of their union the gains we get are because of the membership coming together. It's it's by building the union up. We're all on that same team. We're all trying to do the same thing. And that's how we can get things accomplished is by coming together. Setting up time to speak with your representatives. Understanding why we do the things that we do. You know, a lot of times people think that, well, um, by joining the, the union um, that's a get out of jail card free no that's not that's getting a contract that, that lays out what you're there to work for what you're going to get paid in doing that it lays all that stuff out so there's not a lot of um, ambiguousness to your job there's a lot of definition to your job and so when folks can come together and that's really what it means coming together um We've got to we've got to stand together to get to get better contracts, and that doesn't mean that we're just fighting with the company all the time. We need the companies, and and I say that too. We've got to have those companies. We want that company that we work for to be the best at what it is, and we should get compensated for what we do at that company. And that's what I say back to the company. Take care of those taking care of you, and you that are working. Take care of that company that's taking care of you. It's a, it's really, it's a, it's a complete circle that we, we should
0: be working together with. Right. I mean, because it's kind of like being on an airplane. You're not, you're not going to be on an airplane. Note for the, okay. <laughs> hope for the pilot to fail. We're all on that. We're all on an airplane. You know they—they might be the pilot, but we're not. We are certainly not wanting for them to fail. No,
1: very yeah, very true, Nathan. And as much as I love airplanes, I—I'm going to steal that analogy from you.
0: I think. <laughs> all right. Um. So, what is it you want all union members to know? I mean, we've gone over a lot of the same stuff, um, but what do you want all union members to know? Yeah. So what? What I want folks to
1: know is they have a voice. Okay. Um. Just like myself. You know, it wasn't by chance that I, that I happened to be where I'm at today. Um, what it was was the fact that I said, hey, I, I have some concerns. I have some questions. That sparked my interest in attending my monthly meetings. Once I attended those monthly meetings, then I found out, hey, there's some, some opportunities um, that we have here. Um, we have a leadership school out in Maryland that if folks attend fifty percent of their monthly meetings, think put their name in the hat to attend that leadership school uh, have done that. you you have a voice, you have a say, but you've got to put the effort into it. It doesn't come to you. you've got to go to it and at the same time, the union is only as good as our our weakest length link, link. and so, We've got to we've got to foster that solidarity, forge that metal, forge that stolidness um, through the membership that gets involved, comes to the meetings, um, reaches out, says, "Hey, I'd like to set up a time to meet with my um, steward, my committee persons, uh, the business reps." That's how people can get involved, and uh, there's opportunities. The doors get the doors get opened. Um, so that's that's what we that's what we need to have happen is folks to get involved they too many times look up here at the hall they too many times look to the steward on the shop floor to the grievance committee and say they're the union when in reality if they would walk into that mirror and look in that mirror they would see the union all right it's them it's the stewards it's the committee person it's the business reps it's the Grand drips. It's everybody coming together. There's not just one person, and that's what's that's what's great about at least our union. Our union is a very democratic and I don't mean party, but um we're very we're a very democratic union, uh, meaning you get to elect those. Um, you get to elect those that are represent you. So again, if you don't like the way that it's going, get involved. Throw your name in a hat. and if you don't win, that's fine too. But don't give up. Figure out what you can do to rebrand it, to take it back, and and to be successful. Because that's what we have to do. We have to do the same thing every day. Um, when it comes to contracts, when it comes to grievances, when it comes to all those things, we have to figure out you know where we can get better. And that's the same way with our membership. We should all work hard to get better
0: and and challenge ourselves yeah yeah and i think we were talking a little bit before this and i think that it made a lot of sense you said that you can have a great general and i I really believe that the leadership that we have here at our local um from dbr scott brown to to you and kevin and, and and april and and even kim i think our leadership is is a great leadership um it's all it's all new leadership and i think we've got a great leadership here and we as a union need to get behind you guys so that's that's my that's my challenge I'll I'll throw that in there yeah the best general can be
1: the best general but without the troops without the army behind them that general is not going to be successful in what it is that they need to do and to go out and win the battles and and be successful and so uh, again back to the team is team I'm really proud of the stewards that we have within 778. Uh, that doesn't mean that we don't need people pushing uh, our stewards. It's like the weight room. you know. If you're going into the weight room with uh, with no competition, you're not going to get any better. But if you go into that weight room and you've got competition and you've got somebody pushing you, well, then you're going to continue to raise that bar. And that's what we need to have is the good troops pushing the army and uh, the good the the good competition in the weight room to make us continue to raise that bar, push that bar. We're not perfect. Uh, we, we always uh, follow up with each other end of the day, end of the week, end of the meeting, uh, discussing amongst ourselves, what can we do to better serve this membership, to get better contracts, to prevail in grievances. You know, the hardest part of the job, though, and I will say this, um, Nate, Is when we go through and we do our thorough investigations, and and uh, we know that we've got a member who's kind of in a in a a bad spot with a situation, and you got to give them an answer that you don't want to have to give. But you know what? You got to be truthful and honest with folks, and you got to give them that tough love answer. And so, um, I hope that folks understand that when we do our jobs, these jobs aren't taken lightly. In fact, we bounce a lot of things off of um, ourselves up here at the hall, but we bounce it off our stewards. We, we do our investigations, and um, we do the best that we can do. And that's all any of us can do is, at the end of the day,
0: just do our best. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Landon. I really appreciate it. And, I mean, I'll go ahead and throw this out there. The, the number up here at the hall is 816-363-7070. You can go to any of their extensions, leave them a voicemail if they don't answer, and they will get back with you. 9404 Bannister Road, or 9404 Grandview Road, sorry, is the address up here. Come on up and see them, and they're more than happy to listen to you. So thank you for your timeline, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, Nate. Thank you.